0: Okay. I appreciate the opportunity to talk with you today. I want to talk about one of the top concerns I hear most beauty professionals, and that is that they want more clients and they want more importantly, consistent income. And the one thing I know about success is that it's not an accident. It's not convenient. You have to take certain actions in your business. Now you might be thinking, well, April, I'm busy all the time with a lot of action, but I notice that most people don't take the right actions. Notice I said certain actions. Most beauty professionals were not taught marketing and they were not taught how to attract clients. So They might try a little bit of everything, a little bit of Facebook, a little bit of Instagram, a little bit of networking, a little bit of working on SEO, which is search engine optimization, or their website, or just doing a little bit of everything, but they're not really seeing results from anything. And so I like the saying that goes, a tactic without a strategy or a system just becomes another item on our to-do list, right? So it just becomes another something for us to do. And most of us, we have enough on our plates. (laughs) So what I found is that there is a big difference between what I call the struggling beauty practitioner versus the successful six-figure beauty professional. So the struggling beauty practitioner, she's on social media all the time, but it feels like no one's listening and it feels like it's a waste of time because no clients are really coming in or it's not consistent. The struggling beauty practitioner is frustrated with all of the endless tactics that they thought would help their business and they thought would help them get more clients. But it kind of leaves you on that, what I like to call the hustle hamster wheel, right? So they're chasing all of these marketing tactics and it creates this big to-do list, which actually can make you more distracted. And it's more complicated than it needs to be. And therefore, the struggling beauty practitioner is less focused on what it takes to actually achieve the results. The other thing is that the struggling beauty practitioner feels like she's constantly Competing on price. She is devaluing her services and feels like she always needs to have an offer or a special, a discount. She feels like she needs to take anyone, even the clients she wished she didn't have to take, because she just wants to keep busy. And then ultimately, she starts to burn out and resent the business. And overall, the struggling beauty practitioner is overwhelmed and overworked because she's busy doing. All the things that she thought would work, but she really lacks that direction. And this is what happens with most practitioners. They end up having little money and little time. Now, the opposite of that is the six-figure successful beauty professional that understands the business Of beauty and how to have a sustainable business, right? So she's positioned as the standout go to professional in her area. And the six figure beauty professional attracts the right type of clients. She attracts her ideal and dream clients into the business because she's refined her marketing message and she knows how to impactfully speak to the clients for connection the six-figure beauty professional has an established base of referrals from other authorities and influencers in her area so there's a consistent client flow. So instead of chasing clients or spending a fortune on advertising, she has a consistent clientele coming to her from other authorities and influencers in her area. And that is a referral network. And because these clients are more qualified in the beauty area, because they have already been with a professional, they refer more people like them and they are happy to come in and actually value her services. So the successful six-figure beauty professional can then raise her prices because she's busy. This is supply and demand. And that further establishes her as the go-to professional because many actually believe that what you pay for is what you get. So when she raises her prices, they believe that that means better quality. So again, she becomes more of the authority in her area and this starts to snowball. And when you raise your prices, you're ultimately able to work less and earn more and so that she has more time with her family or loved ones. And all of this leads to a sustainable business that helps her enjoy her work and her life. Okay. So how did all of this start? Well, it starts with the principle and the power of authority influence. So authority principle is about the power to judge someone with perceived authority with a favorable bias. It's a psychology of compliance. It's what influences humans to say yes. And influence works because like other psychological triggers, we have a way of knowing the people that are of authority, we should follow them right? That's the way our mind works. We actually believe this from when we're children. This starts when we're in our childhood. We see people of greater authority, like our parents or teachers, and we listen to them. We believe that they have more wisdom. And not only do we believe they have more wisdom or imply that they have greater wisdom, it's also implied that they have more power. So complying with authority will lead to a favorable result. So this is how our mind is programmed from even when we're little. And this is also true that it follows us through adulthood. When we see certain initials or titles with someone's name, we perceive them to have greater authority and a higher intellect. There have been studies of people with suits or a lab coat, they get more respect and are perceived to have greater authority, right? So, there have been studies of people that have been crossing the street wearing suits when they should not be crossing the street, but other people follow them because they were wearing suits versus people that were wearing plain clothes or casual clothing. They would not follow the people across the street, but we are more likely to study someone with a suit or a lab coat because they are perceived as an authority. And again, a police uniform or any type of uniform also can be very powerful and is respected. So now I'm going to share a personal story that I have with authority. And this is when my twin daughters were born. All children get their immunization shots. And one of my girls, because again, they're twins, when she got her immunization shots, she ended up in the ER, the emergency room in a coma-like state. And it was very traumatic for our family. And after that, we decided to space out their immunization shots. So Basically, we decided that we would just give her one shot at a time instead of doing too many shots, which seemed to be too much for her system. Now, that's a debate I don't want to get into in terms of immunization or not to do the shots. We did decide to do them, but we just decided to space them out because even though she had a major reaction, we still believed that we wanted her to get the shots, but we would space them out. And we did that up till she was four years old. She would just get one shot at a time and then our insurance changed. And so we had to get a new doctor, a new pediatrician. And this new pediatrician urged us to get the flu shot and the Dtap shot at the same time. So two different immunization shots, which I believe Dtap stands for diphtheria, pertussis and tetanus. I think that's what it is. But What's important to know is she was going to get a shot that contains like a cocktail of three in one and her flu shot. And we were kind of against this. We told this pediatrician of our history and the past, but because she was a doctor, she kept urging us to just do these both at one time. And we went against our judgment, our inner wisdom And I'll skip the scary details of what happened next. But basically, that daughter ended up in the hospital. Again, this time she had stopped breathing. She turned blue. She was in the emergency room and and in the hospital for a while with pertussis. Again, after several immunization shots. Against it. So it's a crazy story, I know. But basically, what it taught me a lot about was mother's intuition listening to your instinct and not being influenced by authorities. So this is not a debate about immunization shots, but it really is just one of those examples of times when you know internally or in your mind, you feel you should go a different path, but we are influenced by authorities and the doctor being in the lab coat. And I have another funny story that is a study that was referenced in a book called Influence. And the author is Dr. Robert Calladini. And again, the book is called Influence. So he has a PhD and, and researches what influences people to make decisions or how you can... Influence people to make buying decisions, but just persuade them in general. And he told a story of a patient that was in the doctor's office that came in with an ear infection. And so the doctor then wrote the prescription on a notepad and he left the room for the nurse to administer the medicine. And the note was written on the prescription pad and it was written in shorthand. So the note actually read, Drops in R and then the word ear. So as the nurse read it, she did not realize that the R was to for right. The drops were supposed to go in the right ear. So the nurse did not read the note correctly. And so she read drops in the rear. So the doctor ended up putting the drops, the medication in the client's rear. So even though it made no sense to both the nurse or the patient, they did administer the drops in the rear. But this is how we just sometimes follow authorities, right? So now my question for you is, if you had something that was really important with your health or your wellness or your face, would you rather go to the authority or would you rather go to the generalist, right? Do you wanna to go to someone that is specialized in this or well-known or just someone that's the generalist? I would think that it would be the authority. Now we think that authority means that they are the best, or the expert. And here's the good news. It doesn't mean that you are the best or the expert, but it means that you are the go-to person. You are considered to be the best choice to go to in your area. So it doesn't mean that your skills are the absolute best, which they could be, but it just means that you are the best choice. So let's take another example of two of my favorite brands, which are Starbucks and Apple Computer. So both of these companies have a loyal following of clients, right? There's no doubt that these companies have made an impact On their fans right people will camp out for the next ipad or the next iphone and stand in line for hours even though they have a perfectly good phone they want the next model right people will walk an extra block to get to starbucks they love carrying the cup with the logo they love when they come out with new different flavors and different things so both of these companies have loyal followings and they're known as the go-to right the standout in their industry But both have been proven to be inferior products in terms of their competitors, right? So it's been proven that there are coffee connoisseurs, that the coffee is not as good at Starbucks. Again, I don't want to get into that debate. And same thing for Apple computers. People have done studies that said other brands are more effective or efficient or better quality, but it doesn't matter. Because people still will do everything for these brands because they are perceived as the go-to in their industry. They're the industry leaders. They're the authorities in their industry, right? And that is because of their marketing message, right? So they are perceived as the go-to authorities. And I really want that to soak in. And this should be a relief to you. Because we're always trying as beauty professionals to be better with our skills. And listen, we won't get into comparison because it always feels like somebody is better than us. And then then we can also feel like we are better than others, right? We can always put ourselves on that comparison scale. But instead of being about who's better in terms of skills and services, but if you focus on how you are different from the competition, that's like the sweet spot, Right. And think about this, that you want to stand out with your brand and you want to stand out in your business. This is positioning with your marketing message. It's about effectively communicating the specific value that you uniquely bring to your ideal client that they want most. Right, So I teach these simple step-by-step ways to become the go-to six-figure successful beauty professional in your area. And I do that in the Elevate program so that you don't have to compete on price and so that you don't feel overwhelmed and overworked. And so you can raise your prices so that you earn more while working less, but more importantly, so that you can make an impact for your clients in your personal life. If you are listening to this recording at the time around October the 16th, and you are in luck because the Elevate program has just opened the doors. So it is so exciting. This is a six-week program to help you increase your income and impact with less stress. It is a program that helps you become the go-to standout beauty professional in your area. And we do that with my Amplified method. Amplified stands for, the AMP stands for Authority Attraction, Marketing Message, and Positioning Persuasion. This is how you can elevate your business and up-level your business so that you don't have to spend a fortune on ads, so that you don't have to deal with the overwhelm and you don't have to compete on price. This is a unique program that has had tons of success stories of beauty professionals just like you that wanted to take their business to the next level. And they did it with not only the coaching and the accountability, but the tools and the templates and the training. So if this is you, if this is speaking to you, make sure you click the link that is buy the podcast, or visit our website for more information. Also, you can visit our social media pages to find out more about the Elevate program that's only open for one week. Um, Then we close the doors so that I can focus on the students, helping them get the great results that you'll see and hear about. So I can't wait to have you in the program. I really want to see you take your business to the next level. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about and also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.